Blog Talk Radio. Deep these people are on whatever it is he's selling. 
So the Pied Piper is still playing his flute, and they still dancing behind him. That's my okay. take. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's your I, take, Kim? I don't know. I don't know how to comment on that. I just really don't know. It's just, like you said, they just stepping on the bandwagon. And you wouldn't think that Trump will be still around, but he's still relevant. That's the sad part. They should have done mm-hmm. what they're supposed to have been doing, uh, impeaching him or whatever he's supposed to have been doing, you know, through the process so he couldn't come back again. But uh, I think he got through a loophole on this one. He just, uh, he know folks in high places. That's all I can say. <laughs> the, 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 look, the, the Bama is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> He's a bad boy. He must be or think he is. Or they think yeah. he is. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I think um, people have just don't know who to follow no more. And they follow the wrong people. <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. That's my yeah. take on it. What's up with you, Bob? What's your take on it? Well, you know, I tell you, the biggest thing, in my opinion, is the fact that uh, if you go back to the Civil War and the way white folks want to keep these statues, they want to keep the statues because the difference is between, uh, it's like your people, my people, and freedom. You know, we look at the Civil War, us winning the North and, and gaining our freedom, that we want to be free. A lot of white folks think that losing the North meant that they lost their heritage or whatever that's in their mind but i think the world was set free as a whole you know what i mean and i I, what i'm getting at is the fact that white folks ain't gonna change the ones that are into their own own thing because they're looking for the great white hope any way they can get it and that's the Mm -hmm. sad part about it because they can't see the forest for the trees they've moved in these neighborhoods ever since world war ii when they didn't let us use our GI Bill to buy this stuff, that's why we were in the city and they was in the suburbs. But now they want to come to the city, you know, which they are in the city. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now it's at the point now that everybody's find, finally realizing that uh, the natural resources, what's up, as opposed to living out there with a septic tank and, and, a, and a damn outhouse or however else you got to live when you live out in the damn woods. But uh, them people, and I say all that again, they're not going to change because some of them are so close-minded and ignorant that they just, you know, and like I said, too, that guy with the the, 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 the my pillow guy, mm-hmm. pull up CNN on, on uh, YouTube about him interviewing yesterday or so. He is brain dead. He is out there crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. He is a mess. MyPillow.com. I could buy pillows cheaper at Walmart. I don't even need that. I could buy pillows cheaper anywhere. Walmart has a great prices on. I'm not trying to advertise. I ain't paying this crap, but man, I can get I'll a nice pillow at Walmart for five. You ever go down the aisle to pillow yeah. aisle in yeah. Walmart? Man, nine dollars I can get the. Please, I can sleep like a king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, we're gonna shift gears and go to the rundown. Kettle's going to give us uh, what we're covering tonight. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to dive right in. So what you got for us tonight, Kel? Our hot topic tonight, Chicago police officers raiding the wrong house. Here we go again. Also, Uh Cuomo team attacks state's report after criminal complaint. 
An appeals court upholds murder conviction of Amber uh, uh, Geyer. Also, a hit and quitted headlines. Biden awards gold medals to Capitol Attack Police. Also, Spirit Airlines still troubled with cancellations. Mike Lindell's latest election conspiracy theory is most bizarre yet. Also, Central Park Karen uh, continues to play the victim. Also, flight attendants uh, who duct take passengers to seat. What? And Allison <laughs> Felix becomes most decorated woman in Olympic track history. Also, our cocktail of the week. I got a surprise for you tonight. What's popping with Papa Didi? Also, our weird news. We're going to lighten it up. Want to uh, pretend to live on Mars? Also, fish with human-like teeth is dropping jaws on social media. And double, uh, I'm sorry, doorbell camera captures owls in a minor dispute. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up tonight. The kiss the list and the last word. So sit back and relax and get your favorite cocktail. We'll be back with the hot topics. Living just enough, just enough for the shit Okay, but well, why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, I was talking about my little, uh, one of my segment, one of my segments of, uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. Uh, yes, sir, we ride tonight at nine. Pajama party. No clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine, uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh, yeah, she gonna sing. I don't know what number call. Okay, yeah, uh, call us at 914-803-4306. And press 1. And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject you own. We're liberal. We're easy. Eastern time. Eastern time. We're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. West Coast. West Coast. And uh, what, maybe... Seven All right, welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Oh, Swa, darling. All right, let's get this party started with the hot topics. Uh, Papa Didi, kick us off. What you got for us? Uh, I got, you know, same old story again. Chicago police uh, officers raiding the wrong house. Oh, gosh. Okay. I guess they're in that five P's uh, plan there. Was it improper planning prevents piss poor performance, something to that effect? Anyway, a black family uh, filed a federal lawsuit Tuesday against the city of Chicago. Now, listen, police officers pointed guns at their two children and a botched raid on the wrong home. Okay, wrong home. Guns drawn, whole nine. Kids screaming, you know, it's usually about six... uh, White guys, in most cases, no blacks, no no females, no nothing, just 
you know, white yuppie guys doing anything. You know, that's usually the makeup of those raids. The lawsuit alleged that in August uh, 2019, officers charged into Stephen Winter's home without identifying themselves and without a warrant. The officers immediately aimed guns at Winter's, yelled for him to get on the ground. After entering the home, an officer went down the hallway into the bedrooms of Winter's two younger daughters, who were four and nine years old, and pointed a uh, flashlight at them, blinding them at their eyes while he pointed the gun directly at them, according to the lawsuit. All right? After that, officers noticed another officer. Wait a minute. After that, officers uh, notified another officer that the occupants of the room were children. The other officers continued to point the firearm directly at the two children, the lawsuit lives. The girls cried, screaming the entire time. Police were there in their apartment, and uh, they actually wet the bed during the encounter. All right, the, sec- the third officer went to the bedroom of Winner's father-in-law and pointed a gun at him as he laid in the bed, according to the lawsuit. The family argued that uh, following all the officer's orders once they entered the home, and the one family member even tried to open the door as officers attempted to kick it in. The lawsuit accused the officer for repeatedly ignoring the family's questions about what's going on, why are you here, we don't have anything here, drugs or anything. So the lawsuit also alleges that the officers falsely reported to cover up the raid on the wrong home. Here we go. Well, officers say that they saw a uh, suspect from a local gas station who reportedly had a gun running into Winter's home. Okay, now these black folks, respectful family, will sleep all night. Didn't nobody come in their damn house. I mean, boy, you can come up with some fantastic really? shit when you have to. That's a damn shame. Okay, the law, the lawsuit argues that officers' body cam footage does not show anyone else entering or exiting the building. A spokesman for the Chicago Police Department said they would not comment on pending litigation as of course usual. Not. Okay, so. If you got questions or comments on this particular story, you can give us a call, as you know, uh, 914-803-4306. Press 1 if you're already in on the call and get in the queue. So the alleged suspect, the cops said they saw him run into this house, mm. but yet there's no proof for this person. So I guess they evaporated once they went in the house. Yeah, and when you raid a house, and every cop story has it, don't you go to the back door also? That's what they usually do. They cover the front entrance, cover the back entrance. Right. Why wouldn't you have cops on the back side of the house when you come in somewhere anyway? You need an exit plan. You come in the front and the the criminals run out the back. Yeah, how stupid is that? But, you know. And where was the intel? What intel did they have that said the person from the whatever gas station or something (laughs) was in this house? Who told you that? That was instant alibi. Be on the corner that you give fifty bucks to to say, "Tell me what's going on in the hood." That's so mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. And those kids will probably be traumatized for the rest of their life. Mm, no doubt. Wondering and, what and they. Pops, the 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 mm-hmm. grandfather or the father sitting, you know, laying in the bed. They say he was what almost seventy years old. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Yeah. Who's that? The father-in-law? You said. Stepfather, uh, father-in-law. But, yeah, father, one of the fathers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the father, neither the man or the woman. That's sad. Wow. And this stuff, I mean, you would think that with all of the stuff that happens over and over, that they would be more careful. You come in there with the flashlights, guns drawn. I, uh, I think to a certain point, they just, don't, they just don't care. That's what's going on. 
you know, it depending on what neighborhood it is, I'm not assuming that is a you know in in the quote unquote urban area or um, you know not one of the best areas, but you know it doesn't matter. It's just someone home. You know, and like this, you said, this was they, in they, Chicago, right? They they yeah. need the proper intel, you know, information. If you don't have the proper exactly. information, don't don't wait. My thing is, they need to pass the law. It's like they like in D.C. They can't follow these crazy people out here driving crazy and not supposed to chase them. Why should you know the cops be okay for them to raid people's homes? It's just too it much getting be. out of hand. Yeah. You know, now, we, have, we have to really get on these lawmakers and help us with that. Now, do you, do you uh, are they required to have a warrant when it's a raid like that? Or is that so, only yeah. when you're doing the search? Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, he's That's to where I'm asking. Him. I don't know. Yeah. I've only heard know. of warrants when somebody is searching. You know, they well, say you, you know can't what? just I, go I, in and I, search, but. Well, I think the, the the cop tried to justify when he said that they thought that a suspect had um, come through the home. So that's probable cause, sure, to go through there if you're chasing somebody. But um, if it's a raid, then it's different. You need different intel. Am I right, Barbara? Yeah, for sure. You should yeah, do, so. do intel, period. I mean, what? I don't know. Yeah, cuz if it's a raid, that means they're supposed to have had information. They're probably sitting out there watching the house. They're timing it, they're coordinating the whole situation before they say, "All right, we're going in." You know, and everybody's at their location or whatever, and then they say, "Now." And then you all of a sudden that's when they do it. At least that's what they right. do on television. Ugh. I don't know what they do in Mm-mm. reality. Mm-mm. Okay. Too much TV. You watching too much TV. I you know, but I, I just that's why I said that. That's what they do on television. I don't know what they do yeah. in reality. But to Not add the insult thing. to the whole thing, for them to try to cover it up and throw right. some lies in the mix to try to make them not look bad, that's just more right. insulting. But wasn't mm-hmm. there an incident in Chicago too about the woman that was naked? Wasn't that Chicago? Yeah, that was Chicago also. Oh, you're sure yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So something's going on in Chicago, just these major cities, you know, and what these cops, oh. they think they can get away with, you know. Just because it shows, too, that the mayor ain't been, the mayor sleep at the wheel. Yeah, yeah, something's Lightfoot. going on. But, but, but she yeah. doesn't know until after the fact. Like, she tried to lie about this incident, but it came out that, you know, she knew about it. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, but you got to have a strong hold in your police department. You know, you're the boss. You yeah, know, the, the, yeah. The chief of police works for you. Yeah. So right. uh, how are you right. not knowing what the hell is going on? It's time to put foot in somebody's rump when this kind of Ooh. stuff keeps happening. It's just time <laughs> to give. It's just time yeah. to take some power away from those rebels that act like right. they they wouldn't storm their own people's house because they know their own people carry four five guns. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the chief of police. If I were the mayor. My foot would be up the chief of police's butt to say, all right, the right. first time, y'all made us look bad, you made the city look bad, and you made me as the mayor look bad. If it happens mm-hmm. again, I'm going to have your badge and everybody who was associated with it. So you need to mm-hmm. crack down on these nuts and make sure I that agree. this crap doesn't happen again. I agree. There needs to be some checks and balances, yeah. yeah. But yet, you Somebody know, here we are again. Somebody has to be held accountable. 
Yeah, somebody needs another to be held black family terrorized. Yeah, well, you especially know, the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a raid also, and you have no black, uh, and I don't know the, the makeup of the people that raided the house, but when you don't have no black participation within the the, the arms of the government. Uh, uh, no, I mean, in, 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 in the raids. The people raid the mm-hmm. house. If there's no black representation, how you gonna how you gonna raid a, a, a black neighborhood house with all white mm-hmm. people? And that I don't understand because you're building trauma from the beginning. You're building all kind of you, you you're gonna give people a heart attack because there's nobody there to mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, man, hold up, hold up. From what I'm hearing, I mean, a person of that same color or ethnicity or whatever the situation is, can walk in that house and kind of feel what's happening based on the mm-hmm. environment or what he sees, what he smells, you know? He say, well, I smell collard greens. He's joking this guy done eating dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you walk in there, you got no recollection <laughs> of the black culture at all. You don't know Jack when you walk in the house. You just think it's a typical, typical. You right, know? but the so, time on what you're saying, Papa, there's no humanity in police officers. Because, like you said, it could be their uh, uh, could be their relative that you're raiding. They have no compassion for people. Like you said, Not they saw the two kids and they saw the old man laying in the bed. Like, okay, man, man we're in the wrong house, right? They didn't yeah. care. You they know, maybe care. man, we need to back off because maybe right, maybe uh, we're in the wrong house. You know, or something like that. Or just ask the question: um, Are you familiar with uh, Joe Blow? If you don't know Joe well, Blow, then maybe we're the wrong establishment. Well, you know, in most cases, too, in life, when you make a fool of yourself, the act gets stronger. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they, you're right about right. that. Once they found they were foolishly doing something stupid, they still had to keep their their little reputation of, wow, 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 the right. guy came through here. We saw the guy come through here. You know, now you, you're trying to lie your way out the door and, and right. you know, and you don't care. Now you done traumatized the whole house. Kids done pissed right. to bed. A man got a heart murmur for the rest of his life, the older gentleman, and, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mess. All it's a mess. And, and I blame it strictly on the mayor. I, I, I put it in the mayor's mm-hmm. lap, right in the mm-hmm. mayor's lap. And it doesn't have to be, right. you know, like put who the mayor it is now, but whoever was the mayor or is the mayor of Chicago mm-hmm. should get the brink of that. Well, that's Mayor Lightfoot. Because you're not yeah. even, you ain't got no control of your police department. It's a damn shame. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Something needs to change. We're going to get off this soapbox. Yep. All right. Um, in other news, we got uh, Cuomo. Wow. Ooh, this is a heavy one here. Yeah, that's another uh, Cuomo, hot box. Yeah. Cuomo team um, attacked state's report after staffer files criminal complaint against the governor. Wow. Ooh, New York Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo's legal team today attacked the uh, state attorney general's report that found sexually harassed 11 women. I was after one of those women who is a staff member for Cuomo filed a criminal complaint against the embattled Democrat with the Albany Sheriff's Office. So it's the first known criminal report filed against the governor regarding his allegations. Uh, Attorneys for Cuomo are not concerned, really, about the criminal complaint. "Quote unquote, not in the least," said the source when asked if the legal team yeah. was um, oh, worried, not worried about the huh? complaint. 
Okay. Cuomo has denied, of course, in testimony that he inappropriately touched the women. Um, but the complaint adds to the mounting legal and political pressure facing the governor in the wake of the report released. So during a more than um, hour-long virtual briefing, which happened today, Cuomo's legal team attacked the AG's report and the process by which it was released. Oh, really? So you didn't want it to leak out? Uh Uh-huh. The Attorney General's Office responded to the Cuomo team on Friday saying that um, they attacked the credibility of the woman who alleged sexual harassment, excuse me, against the governor, as well as the investigation into their claims. Um, The press secretary and senior advisor to Jane, the accused identified only as Executive Assistant One, okay, no name yet, was among no, the eleven they're not women. Giving up the name. Not yet. Cuomo sexually harassed them, um, according to the report. Um, the Executive One assistant told investigators that Cuomo grabbed her buttocks, her behind during hugs and a photo shoot. The State Attorney's General report also detailed an allegation previously reported. Um, by the Albany Times, and this happened back in November 2020, incident at the governor's mansion in which Cuomo allegedly reached under her blouse and grabbed her breast. Okay, Cuomo, really? you're, doing a, you're doing a bit much. You're doing too much. Now, so, mm, uh, okay. Too, too much. Yeah, I, I, I just wonder, though, because uh-huh. it just sounds too fantastic that oh, it sounds too fantastic that all of that's going on. I do think it's possible, but it's kind of hard to nail him with it if you don't really have any proof. And, and I know these things are hard to prove, but you know when you start making these kind of allegations, how do you prove it? This becomes he said, he she said. So I really don't know who to believe. I I just don't know. Come um, on, Papa, take this ring. Take take this one. Wait, before <laughs> wait a minute. Before Papa gets in, I'm gonna go okay. to the phone, and then we gonna let Papa. We gonna turn Papa loose. All <laughs> right, let's go to the phone line. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead with your comment. Good evening. This is Papa Didi Jr. Hello, Papa Didi Jr. Daddy O. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Okay, now I'm I'm gonna see if I have to give whoopings tonight. I gave all three of y'all an assignment last week. Was it completed? It was not. It was not. Uh, Wait a minute, I heard "Mm." did somebody pass gas or something? (laughs) I heard not not in disregard. It was not. Only because we did not have the, I did not have the opportunity to get to the theater this week. Yeah, okay. it had nothing oh, to but, do. But we, but we, but we researched it. We, we checked it out. We researched it. So Wait, it looks very what interesting. About, what, was, what was Kettle's excuse? Uh, I'm busy. <laughs> I had some other previous engagements. I just I had to do. <laughs> okay, well, I'm giving y'all another week. Next week. I don't want to hear this excuse for you. <laughs> yes, sir. Because this, once y'all watch 
see this movie, I want it to be a topic because trust me, it's going to be needed to be discussed. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did. I did watch the uh, the preview, the promo okay. trailer. I did check that out, and that kind of freaked me out. And then when I read okay. about it, I said, "Wait, this is considered a horror movie." I don't do horror movies, so I'm kind of nervous about seeing this movie. Red wine is not going. It's trust me. Trust me when I say this. It's not a horror movie. You're not going to have me up all night for three days in a row, <laughs> unable to sleep from watching this movie. Well, I'll come hold you. Okay. Ooh, okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Now, I'm stuff like that plays with my brain. I, I, I just, you know, the next us creative types. The next week when I call, I'll be calling from Jamaica, so I'll be um, wanting to hear this report of all three of y'all have gone to see the movie Oh. Oh, listen to you, okay. vacation. So you're gonna you're gonna ask you're gonna ask the calls while you're in Jamaica. Well, I feel honored. I really do. Hey, vacation, Robin. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I appreciate the loyalty. I mean it sincerely. Well, I'm mad. I want to go to Jamaica. Well, if you had went to see the movie, you would have been able to go. Oh, that's Ooh. messed up. That was the, that was the tour prize. Hey. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right, I'm going to go catch the midnight show. I'm going to catch the midnight show, okay? My flight leaves at 1235 tomorrow, so let me know after you see the movie. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I just wanted to call in to see if you all had dipped your assignment, and it looks like no one did it, so it's just as much as I take things serious. I would appreciate if you all do the same. Thank you. Yes. Yes, sir. It was on my mind. (laughs) The shade and the chastisement. Woo. Uh All right, Papa Didi, we're going to turn you loose. Now, what you got to say? We're talking about Cuomo. Well, just to say to Papa Didi Jr., um, just like uh, my man that sang this song, Maybe I didn't hold you, but you're always on my mind. That was on my mind all week to go to see that movie. So don't think it was it wasn't neglectful at all. But but getting back to this situation with uh, the governor, first of all, I I don't want to sound like the Republicans or anything like that, but I think this whole thing is hogwash in my opinion. Okay, I think that it's a uh, for the for the uh, state prosecutors to go on camera. And put this stuff out there like that was a waste of not only media time, uh, man hours, and everything else. Okay? These are grown women, first and foremost. Why are you covering their faces? They ain't no damn teenagers. They're grown-ass women. And you showing a picture. Now, when I saw the one picture of the one girl, her arm was around his neck taking a selfie. And you say, well, his fingers was over here. Well, all this is talk. And we cannot be led guilty in the court of public opinion, for one. I'm speaking as a man being accused of something. Let me be judged by my peers in a judicial system, not the fact that you're going to throw it on TV. And then the prosecutors had a nerve to say, well, this isn't an indictment of no type or anything. Then what the hell is it? Is this something you're trying to sell to somebody that you're trying to – well, the guy, Kim, that works in the prosecutor's office, he wants to be governor. 
He hates Cuomo. Okay, I mean Cuomo's whatever how you pronounce his name. And you know, history of people is really interesting. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that 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 uh, the governor don't have a, uh, a a mopped up disposition. His disposition and life as a person, who he is, his his aggressiveness. I've had bosses on my job that are complete assholes. You know what I mean? But you people have to when it comes to a sexual innuendo of some type. This has to be proven in the court of law. This cannot be a public opinion. He said, she said, he grabbed my breasts, he grabbed my titties, he grabbed my whatever. Show some pictures. You know what I mean? Report it the day after it happens. But don't get together with 12 other people now you think that you're going to be strength in number. Hell, you're an individual with this. Y'all ain't got this in common. This happened different times by different people in different ways. You know, I've had many relations in my life, and I'm sure every woman I've dealt with in the past could tell you different shit about me. Oh, he was this, he was that, he was this, he was that. Just like a damn restaurant. You know, you can have a good hamburger and a fucking bad hot dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, you know, I just I just think that, and you wouldn't even grab the Trump with all the crap he had going on. I thought that the the, the sister who, who did the stuff... I thought that she was about to lay some stuff on Trump when he got from being president. She was working that case. Letitia, uh, what's her name, James? Letitia yeah, but, but, but why did you switch to the governor when you had Trump with all this other crap? What, you scared of Trump? But it's okay for you to mess with, with you know, the governor? I, mean, I don't understand. Like I said, I'm just not buying public opinion. I'm not buying the fact these are grown-ass women. They can speak for themselves. If he harassed you, go down to the police station and file a damn case so it can get to the district attorney and get filed the right way. Instead well, of let all me this, just say, let me add to that. I ain't there was that. some fear of retaliation, oh, please. which is why some of the women, at least that executive one, I saw a report on this uh, yesterday, I believe, she was fearful of retaliation. Oh, really? Yes. Because she's uh, his executive something, executive Retaliation in what respect? She didn't want to get fired if she had spoken up. She didn't want to lose her job or anything of that nature. So she felt like, I'm just going to try to avoid this kind of circumstance, and so it won't happen. So you want your cake and eat it, too? No, you want your cake without somebody you put your head in the lion's mouth, he's going to bite the fuck off. She wanted her cake without him sticking his finger in the ice, and that's all. Ooh. I ain't buying it. I'm but, not buying I'm, it. But I'm just I'm not saying, the thing is, I'm not necessarily saying that all of this is truthful. The problem is with these kind of cases, they are hard, if not impossible, to prove. Because like you said, mm. where are the pictures? Well, that's because nobody's like going, oh, you got your hand under my skirt. Stand right there. Let me get a picture. That doesn't happen. It happens. If it happens, it happens, and then you're shocked, and then you go, "Oh my God!" But you got to report it. I got to tell when it ha- Report it when it happens. Don't say anything when until it happens. After- don't wait till now. You got twelve ladies, and you go in because you stand alone. Cassie's coming single file when you get buried in the cemetery. I'm just single trying file. to tell you, as a as woman, much as you want to play that I am woman here. A lot of times, women won't say anything right away because you feel like it was your fault. You feel like you did something to encourage it, and therefore I don't want to say anything because people look at you and say, what did you do to egg that on? So every woman now is sweet Polly. I didn't say every. 
I just said that I've been in a circumstance where I had a boss one time, right. only one time. We understand that. Did who, you go to the police about it? No, I didn't go to the police. Why not? I stayed away from him. Why not? Because he was my boss, and I didn't want to lose my job. Oh, well, see, did you And you, I stayed back. So you, job, you, you chose your job over your vagina. It wasn't your my teeth, vagina. That was the ass. question. All he, what well, he did was like he, he adjusted my belt, which I felt was too personal. Anyway, we, we, all right. So the bottom line is I felt like if because I was standing too close that allowed that to happen, I made sure I never stood that close anymore. And that made right. me feel more comfortable. I did tell my mother, but I didn't go and, like, file a case and do all of that. I just well, made just sure I don't this. get that close. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, us, us, us as women, we... You know, there, there there are things that we go through as women to deal with men on this outside world. If it's with a job or a boyfriend or whatever, they may do something inappropriate to us, but we have to put on our big girl panties sometime and just endure what's going on. I'm not saying it has to be you have to take the continued abuse. If you gonna if, if if a man is gonna hit you per se, then you need to get the hell out of that relationship. Now, if if you're in a job situation and um, your boss may you think may be in your quote unquote space, then you need to tell someone. And then it needs to be um, he needs to he won't be reprimanded, but it's like you have to make a choice. And that's that's I think that's the bottom line with women. We certain choices that we make in life is either going to be good or bad. So, um, you know, if you're not a woman and you haven't been in a position, you're not going to understand. So, but uh, we're going yeah, to see well, what's I going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you know, men, men deal with situations, right, wrong, men deal with situations in the job have. market as well every day. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, gets, it gets deep in a lot of ways. And my right. biggest problem in the job market is when I got a professional black boss female that won't give me the time of day of even saying hello to me in the morning because she feels like she's above my black ass and that could be very hurtful as well if I work in the mail room and she's a vice oh, president cool. she come by the mail room and can't say hello I said well goddamn that's a sister just like me that may be my age she may got more education and more nicer car a bigger house and all but damn can you just say hello to me and I walk away with a broken heart as a black man so our heart gets mm-hmm. broken in a lot of damn ways but I no, just think sure. the accusations on the governor is a bunch of bullshit. I think they have the mm-hmm. money. She wasn't caring about it. She wanted to leave the job, but she's ready to file a civil suit. And she know the car move. That's old money. She know they got mm-hmm. money stacked. Yeah. But anyway. Because now she's going after a criminal. Yeah, think, yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, she just went after that first. She put the cart before mm-hmm. the horse. I ain't buying it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my opinion. Okay. So you where got are we I, got, I got one last one. Y'all remember Amber Geiger? This is the, mm-hmm. the woman who used to be a police officer down in Dallas. She shot and killed the brother, uh, Botham. I'm trying to get his last name. But this is the woman who shot and killed the brother in, in the apartment. House. Yeah. In his house. And she thought, she said. She was in her own house. She thought she was in her house. Yeah. Well, she shit. and her lawyers tried to appeal her sentence. And the short version of the story is the judge said, nope. Mm, crazy bitch. <laughs> Your evidence and everything that you're trying to present mm-hmm. is not enough to overturn the the sentence that you already got. So go somewhere and sit down. So this was the decision by the fifth Texas text, uh, fifth Texas Court of Appeals in Dallas. Uh, 
And they mentioned that Geiger turned 33 on Monday. Okay, whatever. So she's going to continue to serve her 10-year prison sentence. And, uh, of course, this is dashing her hopes of trying to get the 2019 conviction overturned. But she'll become eligible for parole in 2024 under her current sentence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the bottom line. They were trying to mm-hmm. appeal it. I mean, of course they're going to appeal yes. it. So they tried it. And yeah. uh, Botham work. Jean, that's his name. No, it didn't work. Good. Now, if you recall, Botham Jean was a 26-year-old accountant. Uh, he had been eating a bowl of ice cream before Geiger shot him, and then she was later fired from the Dallas Police Department. And then her appeal was hanging on her claim that she mistake, mistakenly thought that Botham Jean's apartment was her apartment, and she felt that that was a reasonable mistake. So she's saying the shooting was Jesus therefore Christ. reasonable. Yeah. Justified. Plus it was a black man, so it don't mean shit no way, right. you know. Yeah. The way she saw a black man in a white woman's apartment. Yeah. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, no, you don't he, belong you know. here. I'm going to have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, she was a Karen in the apartment? Yeah, basically. Another Karen on the loose. She went to the wrong damn apartment. She, she was, was in, a Karen with a she bag. She was in his damn house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think she liked the man any damn way. Yeah, right. so that that's the bottom line. So the judge threw mm-hmm. it out, the appeal, and said, no, Good. sit in jail. Yeah, exactly. You kill them, and you'll, whatever y'all are trying to present does not hold water. Go somewhere and sit down. She's eligible for parole in a couple of years. I mean, 2024. Yeah. Right. Yeah, three, like, three more years. Mm-hmm. I swear, Bye, these Felicia. Karens or something else. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Karen, Felicia, go somewhere and sit out. God bless her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. We're press coming back one. on the other side of the break. We're going to hit them and quit them on the Pajama Party Show. You know. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is Fred Wine, or as they say in Paris, Je suis Ben Rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party where I'll get on my rant, sit on my little bar stool, and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Hey. You there, Kettle? Hello. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir. All right, it's time for the hit 'em and quit 'em headlines. And uh, Kettle, you're in uh, first position. Hit 'em and quit 'em. What you got? Um, Spirit Airlines still trouble with cancellations. Um, Spirit Airlines has been um, bested by flight dis- disruptions all week. Canceled about 300 flights as midway Friday. The number of cancellations have been rising during the morning hours and compri- comprise more than one-third of its Friday schedule. The Florida-based airline said overlapping operational issues 
kicked off a cascade of cancellations for the ultra-low-cost carrier that began on Saturday. Spirit canceled 450 flights for more than half of its schedule. This was on Thursday. Um, Mm. It goes on to say, we're continuing with our way um, forward to fly as much as we can while also make progress in repairing our operation and uh, repositioning our crews. Spirit Head of Communications, uh, Mr. Eric, told CNN in a statement, we still have work to do, but um, we are now in a position to see reductions and cancellations as the days follow. Even still, Spirit passengers have uh, become stranded, wow, at airports and um, at airports across the country, expressing their frustration on social media, wow, and vowing the never to never to fly the carrier again. Um, <laughs> That's what they all say. Uh, yeah, eventually people will forget if the ticket price is right. It's not. Okay. All right. Well, I wish them the best of luck. Hope they get it together. They might as well. They should shut down for a little while and then regroup. That's what I would do. But you know, money, you know, money, I call, business, business. I, I call them ratchet air. Oh Lord. Okay. That is ratchet air. Uh, a big yeah. yellow plane. They told you when they painted that plane yellow that it's a big lemon, and people keep on flying it because they're like, oh, these tickets are only forty nine dollars. Okay, you mm-hmm. get what you pay for. Y'all keep messing with Ratchet Air. That reminds me of Soul Plane. <laughs> you know how they had a exactly. section? And they had yes, a, indeed. A, a section. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm All putting, right. I'm, I put them on the kiss it list. Oh, Lord. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they suck for that. Um, I got President Joe Biden signed a bill on yesterday to award the Congressional Gold Medals to police departments that responded to the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Shout out to Mr. Biden. The gold medal, which is the nation's highest congressional honor, will be awarded to the Capitol Police and Washington, D.C. Metro Police Department. And a third gold medal is being given to the Smithsonian Institution to put on display with a plaque that lists all the law enforcement agencies that defended the Capitol. That's a beautiful thing. So Biden signed the bill following a unanimous vote in the Senate on Wednesday to move forward with the honor. Senators mm-hmm. voted unanimously back in February to give a gold medal to the Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman, uh, who's the one that you see on the video when he was backing up and leading them away from the Senate chambers. Uh, and of course, we know five people died during the soon, during and soon after the attack, with 140 officers injured. Four officers later died by suicide. So the ceremony happened on yesterday, and um, I think I'd like to go down to the Smithsonian and see that medal. I've never seen a presidential gold medal, you know, the Congressional Medal. I've never seen what it really looks like. So if you get a chance, go to D.C. and. Uh, Go to Smithsonian. Check out the metal. All right. Over to you, Papa D. Okay. Hit him and quit him. What you got? Uh, I got this guy here, boy. What's his name? Mike Lindell. Oh, boy. You know. It's your boy. If you don't know who he is, he has a commercial that says, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. How's it going? Do you know, you know the jingle? No. My Pillow. 
I have no idea what his jingle is. Anyway, I forget the jingle myself. Yeah. Anyway, he's the, he's the CEO, CEO of the uh, My Pillow people, um, and you know he sells a, been selling the pillows for years. That's been scandalous as well with all his so-called discounts and everything. But anyway, he's a huge advocate for Donald Trump. He's the one leading the way when it comes to the great lie about the election. And lately, he's been completely off the chain. He's been, he did a documentary, you know, called uh, Absolute Proof, and uh, the Pillow Talk CEO, and he's a close ally, like I said, of Donald Trump. He has emerged as one of the most vocal boosters, still pushing false claims about the 2020 election. Now, you ain't really heard, you haven't even heard from Trump about the 2020 election, and, and, and Mike Lindell is just going in hard. He was on CNN the other night. And they were grilling him about proof about this, and he was sweating. Ty was getting loose. He was getting all crazy. I mean, to have that much compassion for someone, you have to be really deeply rooted inside that cult that you're standing behind. And it's a damn shame because Trump has really got people by the kahunas. Anyway, in the series of so-called documentaries, uh, Little he, he advanced an increasingly outlandish theory that foreign hackers broke into the computer system of election offices like Clark County to switch votes around. Okay, and what he describes as the biggest cyber crime in uh, world history is that Donald Trump should have been the president and is the president, and some people claim he's going to become the president in later the later days of August. <laughs> Something's going to happen, and Trump's going to become president okay. again in August. So we'll see what happens with that situation. But election officials at more than a dozen um, uh, counties that uh, Lindo claims have claimed were uh, hacked by uh, Chinese cyber attackers told CNN that the pillow magnet claims are utterly uh, misfitly uh, meritless. Okay, they noted that uh, their voting machines are not even connected to the Internet, some of them. They said some of the towns are so small that they just vote on stuff and insert their machine. Internet has nothing to do with it. Then they bring people to count the machine, the numbers at that. So he's talking Internet in towns that aren't even advanced enough to have it go through the Internet. So he's, he was talking on both sides of his mouth, yeah. Anyway, so in addition, CNN interviewed nine cybersecurity experts who all said that the proof that Lindell is trying to push is so far from the truth that it's become utterly nonsense, okay? Yeah. And he's just, you know, he, and ever since the election, he's been going around just boasting the situation. Now, my question on the whole situation is that why are you being more vocal than the person who would actually affect it? You know what I mean? If I'm hearing from you on CNN every day complaining and talking, explaining, and talk, well, how come Trump then got quiet? You know what I mean? You don't follow somebody that quieted down and you still loud and you ain't the lead person. What what the hell is up with that? That's just straight ignorance, you know. You know, like like Martin Luther King says, some people are have conscientious stupidity or sincere ignorance. With him, it's, it's sincere ignorance. Some people are conscious about how stupid they are. This man is just stupid without a goddamn doubt. So anyway, that's your boy, you know. How's that? I'm trying to think of the jingle. Visit MyPillow.com, you know. Oh, yeah, MyPillow. Please, go to Walmart. Walmart got some nice pillows for like yeah. $10, $12. You can get your nice king-size pillows and go and two hours go over. There you go, still advertising. <laughs> advertising. <laughs> what you doing, Papa Dooley? I know, Walmart ain't paying us crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think he got it a private be. deal going on with Walmart. I think uh, you're right. Go to Walmart. Look, Don't mess it at my pillow crap. This is not right. like salt and pepper. And they knocked no, uh, we're not Cinderella going down that road. <laughs> this is my uh, dot com. All right, now you're going to sing it. Sweet, all right. Uh, I want to talk about... This is my pillow. Hello. Hello. Dot com. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got one uh, update on Central Park, Karen. We were talking about Karen's earlier. Uh, Central, Central Park, Park, Karen. Central Park, Karen. With the dog. This woman. He's attacking I'm, me. I'm trying to be polite and not call her a heifer. <laughs> I'm going to say attacked. this woman. Ooh, go ahead. This white woman who we're went on, we're viral. We're talk. Let yourself be free. Huh? Okay. This heifer <laughs> who went viral on uh, uh, last year because this video showed her calling the police on a black man that was out there bird watching in New York Central Park. Mm-hmm. Now she says she had no other choice but to call the cops. She oh, said, mm-hmm. I don't know that as a woman alone in a park mm-hmm. that I had another option but to call the police. Mm-hmm. And oh, she said this. God. I know, she's ridiculous. She said this to <laughs> Kamel Foster. What? In an episode of the Honestly podcast that came out on Tuesday of this week. Oh, so she came in mm-hmm. on TV. No, she she's on a podcast. <laughs> Don't nobody want her on TV. So she's on this oh, podcast. Lord. So, of course, this event happened in May 2020 mm-hmm. after Cooper was caught on the video telling uh, Christian Cooper, both of their names are Cooper, yeah. she's telling the black man that she was going to call the cops Mm-hmm. After he asked her to just put your dog on a leash in the section of the park known as the, the Ramble, yeah. where leashes are required. Mm-hmm. And he was out there bird watching. All he said is, could you please put your dog on a leash? Now all of a sudden she's threatened. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she says, I'm going to call the police and tell them there's an African-American man threatening my Always. life. Always. And he got her on video saying that. Always. She told him, I'm going to tell the police that this black man is threatening my life. And then once she got on the phone, she falsely claimed to the police, 911, that she was being threatened. Mm. She says on the phone, I'm in the ramble, and there's a man, African-American. He has a bicycle helmet. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. And Peter should have came out there because she was choking the shit out of that yeah, dog. Yes, she was. The dog was trying to get away dog, from her. We crazy She's turning all in circles. The dog was dying from strangulation. She's trying to get away from her. So Peter should have came out there. The dog her. says, this bee is crazy. Yeah, she's <laughs> killing me. I'm to get away. You're about the Negro and you're killing me. So, of course, the whole thing went viral. And then she ended up with the nickname Central Park Karen. So oh, in the podcast, boy. she's continuing to play the victim. Like, you know, it's not him that was the victim. She's the victim. So she says he's holding these dog treats in one hand and a bike helmet in the other hand. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, is this guy going to lure my dog over and try to hit him with a bike helmet? And if I end up over there, am I going to get hit with the bike helmet? I'm like, I mean, woman, you know what? There There was no reason to think that the brother was going to assault the woman. All he said is, could you put the dog on the leash? Yeah. She was feeling privileged, as most white folk do, and wanted her dog to run free in the park. But the posting signs say dogs need to be on a leash. 
the brother reminded her and said, hey, could you please put the dog on a leash? And now all of a sudden she's the victim and she's feeling threatened. So we will take no instruction from Girl, a black man. Girl, Karen, go sit down. No, we take no instructions from mm. a black man. Yeah, so she's still okay. running around trying to play the victim. She got fired, too, from her job. Yeah, though. and I think that's why yeah. she's still trying to play the victim card. She got a lot of fucking down there. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to find a way to get her job or get a job. She got dismissed yeah. from her job and all of that. So, you know, now she's suing her former employer for defamation along mm. with race and gender discrimination. Mm. Oh, Girl, you got please. a lot. You know what? I normally oh. don't say this, but bitch, please. Ooh, Ooh. red wine. Christian woman. No, you didn't. Red red woman. Woman. <laughs> getting it in. I'm putting Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger is on the top of the Kiss It list. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I am white. I mean, not Amber Geiger. Well, she's on the Kiss It list too. But this Central Park Karen, you're on the top of the Kiss Mm. It list. I am Mm. white woman. Mm. Give me roar, honey. Just ridiculous. All right. All right. He wanted the police to come and kill him. Come and kill him. Come and get this Negro. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, oh. He's lower than whale shit to me, honey. All right, moving on. What you got, though? <laughs> Central Park Karen and her bull crap. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Still world. We're just in this. Right, we'll like <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, uh, Kevin. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you got you got the ring. You got it this time. Is it my story? Or... I think so. No, no, I think you got something. I'll go with oh, mine, no, but man. you still got a story. You trying? To, oh, I'm gonna dock your pay. You gonna do your story? Because uh, you know I wrote a payroll up today. I love you too, Papa. Okay, flight attendants who duct tape passengers to seats. What? A viral yeah. video of Frontier Airlines. Oh shit! Another ratchet has had <laughs> viewers in shock and horror after a passenger reportedly inappropriately touched two flight attendants. Uh, screamed that his parents were worth two million GD what million dollars? Shouted more ex- expletives <laughs> and punched another flight attendant. What is going on? The passenger identified as a 22-year-old. That's why Max Barry was then duct taped to his seat by flight attendants in an effort to humanly restrain him. He was charged with three counts of battery and booked at Miami-Dade County Jail. Once he left, the plan landed. Sarah Nelson, president of Association of Flight Attendants, released a statement uh, following the incident that says the crew had been suspended as a, quote-unquote, knee-jerk reaction by Frontier Airlines. The crew was forced to restrain the passenger with the tools available on the board. Wow. During a flight from Philadelphia to Miami on July 31st, a passenger made inappropriate physical contact with a flight attendant and subsequently physically assaulted another flight attendant. As a result, the passenger needed to be restrained until the flight landed in Miami. See, uh, the flight attendants uh, will be, as required in such circumstances, relieved of flying pending the completion of investigation of these events. Wow, this video was posted on ABC's Sam Sweeney's Twitter account has since been viewed more than 11.2 million times. Wow. Wow. Mm-mm. 
crazy. Many rallied uh, against Frontier Alliance, hailing the uh, flight attendants as heroes and calling for just treatment of the crew. Okay. Interesting. Well, they had to use the tools that they, that was there, so uh, they had no handcuffs, so they didn't use duct tape. Well, right. I, I just want to add this: if that mm-hmm. if that guy says that his parents are worth two million dollars, why is he on mm-hmm. Frontier Air? Ooh, 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 that's a good one. Okay. Just asking. Yeah, I think there's something okay. else going on with him. Some mental health or something, some crazy shit. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, I saw another report on that story. Now that I think about it, they said that he was so drunk at one point, he had spilled some liquor on his shirt, had taken his shirt off, and was walking around on the plane shirtless. Yeah. Oh, he was acting a fool on that plane. Yes, he was. He was. It's crazy. Okay. All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. Hit him and quit him. What you got? Okay, first of all, uh, let me just give a little uh, uh, trumpet play before I do this story. You know, bum, ba, 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 Now, on a good note, on a high note, and let's just take it up big time to a to a life well lived, to a career well celebrated. Let's give it up for um, Allison Felix, who was a track star uh, for the United States of America. She became the most decorated female in the Olympic track history. Oh, okay, girl. She stands, stands on the shoulders of a lot of people above her. She's actually tied with uh, my main man, Carl Lewis. I don't know how old you are, but if you follow track and field for a long time, people like Edmund Mosley and uh, Carl Lewis and people like that. Uh, that but Allison, when she won bronze tonight, as a matter of fact. In fact, it just went off the TV not long ago. It happened yesterday in in, in uh, mm-hmm. Pam. Uh, she won the bronze in the 400 uh, meter, which is 400 meters is once around the track final in Tokyo on Friday, making her the most decorated female track and field athlete in, in uh, Olympic history. And as a matter of fact, this is her last year. So I also commend mm-hmm. her for also running – you know, doing her thing for a long time and knowing when to say when. I think that's the most mm-hmm. precious thing you can do as an athlete is know mm-hmm. when to stop in. You you can't you can always get endorsements. I think some people think you gotta keep participating in order to do that that crest commercial or that subway commercial, whatever you're doing. That that staying in the game helps your endorsements. No, I think your reputation helps your endorsements personally. Anyway, the thirty five year old now thirty five years old now. Thirty five, that's mm-hmm. old in track and field. 35-year-old, she's won six, she won six gold medals, okay, three, three silvers, and now one bronze tonight. That was the last one. She's which matched uh, my man, like I said, Carl Lewis, in the uh, U.S. record of 10 medals. Now, she can she could surpass him because she's got one more race tomorrow. She's in, she's in the 400 relay, so oh. she can surpass him if the relay people medal. All right? So, Felix, mm-hmm. she's been participating. This is her fifth Olympic game. All right? Wow. Now, mm-hmm. you know the Olympics come on every four years. If this is her fifth, fifth Olympic game, if you know anything about math, five times four is 20. Now, with the mm-hmm. pandemic, makes it 21 years that this young lady's been running and performing. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, I mentioned what she got before, six gold, three oh, silver, yeah. and one bronze. All right? So go and do your thing. All right? 
Now mm-hmm. she's a mother, you know, she's married, uh, but she's got a daughter. And um, she said, today I thought about all the things that, I, that I've been through, fighting through all kinds of situations in my life, situations, family matter, racial issues, all kind of stuff going on in my career, you know, over the last 25 years that she's been competing. So before she went professional, she did the whole situation where she's running in different championships and all that before she became Olympic candidate. And I just want to say personally from the Pajama Party show that Allison Phoenix, God bless you, my sister, you have shown mm-hmm. and you have yeah. history books where you belong. I, I hope that you medal in this next uh, relay tomorrow to surpass everybody and, um, you know, have more than Carl Lewis, however it goes, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. that horrible, uh, Felix. But anyway, okay. God, bless her. God bless her, and we just want to, you know, put our, our congratulations out for this sister girl going to do your That's thing. Beautiful. And I, I hope that your retirement is, is blessed, healthy, prosperous. You get plenty of endorsements, and life is good for you. Thank you so much. Excellent. Yay, Allison. Yeah. Go, girl. Yeah. Um, look, All wasn't right. she, um, she, she was instrumental in um, working on something as far as uh, daycare or some type of care for the kids also. No, really? I can't remember what she did. Yeah. she was. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, yeah, so and she has a daughter. Um, there mm-hmm. were some issues in, in, in the Olympic um no, oh, yeah. a lot of the women, you know, they have children, so uh, yeah. they need to find take them with some. Them. Right, right. So yeah, um, yeah I think I heard something about that. Yeah, I think right, it was the, um, the 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 women that were nursing, all the breastfeeding uh, athletes. They were saying mm-hmm. that you could not bring your baby mm. to Tokyo, and a lot of them pushed back, and she was part of the pushback. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Look at y'all. Y'all are so smart. My goodness. What's up? <laughs> she was doing anyway. her thing, too. Yeah. All right. All right. Congrats. Okay. All right. Oh, All right. Time? Oh, it's that time. It's time to celebrate with the cocktail oh, of the week. Oh. Week, week, okay. week, week, week. What uh, you got for us? It's called the Ward 8. Cocktail is a great whiskey concoction. The recipe is a good standard to hold the cocktail to it and also a starting point to refine your own palate. So we have two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey, whichever one you prefer. Um, I like two and a half, but two ounces is the recipe. (laughs) Three-fourth ounces of uh, lemon juice, also three-fourth ounces of orange juice, one dash of grenadine. Uh, we have to have that maraschino cherry for garnish and uh, orange slice um, as well. So we're going to gather all of those ingredients and uh, let me see. We're going to shake that very well in a shaker and uh, we're going to pour that in a, um, a rocks glass over some ice. And uh, enjoy, and you know, garnish with those things—the orange and the uh, the other, the maraschino cherry. Okay. It's called the Ward Eight. So enjoy. Ward Eight, as in DC. Yes, Mm. Ward Eight. Yep, Southeast. Good job. (laughs) 
okay now. Uh, All right. Don't call them well, we'll short. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll make sure we get it posted on the website over the weekend. All right. Uh, it sounds, mm-hmm. sounds good. It is. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping on the Pajama Party Show. You know the rules. PJs only. No clothes this allowed. Beyonce. No. It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. This is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It's time for Papa Didi and what's popping? Yo! So, uh, Papa Didi, what's popping? Okay. All right, you know, the one thing I want to say tonight, you know, what I'm really getting tired of, first of all, is commercials. Okay, let's talk about commercials for a minute. You know, I noticed such a thing called a subliminal message, which puts a thought in your head. It goes into the membrane of your brain, and it kind of allows you to hold something indefinite when they do what's called a subliminal message. But I tell you what, if I see another Liberty Mutual commercial with uh, Doug and Emu, I'm going to scream. If I see another commercial, progressive commercial with Flo, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Uh, let me see. What else do they show every five minutes? Um, AT&T. Uh, and these are major corporations. Uh, now, from that, let's go to Subway. Subway Sandwiches. Now, where the rich get richer. Now, when I say the rich get richer, they have they have the nerve, the audacity. I don't know if you saw this commercial. They have the audacity to put four or five stars in one commercial and kept fading to each one back and forth. They had one with, uh, what's his name, Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry just signed a four-year extension with the Golden State Warriors. In four years, he's going to make $210 million. Now, my question to you is why does he need a fucking nickel from Subway? Okay? Now, Tom Brady is in the same commercial. Tom Brady makes... $43 million a year. Why does he need a dime from Subway? Okay? Serena Williams is in the same commercial. She making money from everywhere. Secret, you know, secret. All strength, no sweat. Okay? She's making money from that joint, from everywhere. She's getting it all. 
from everything. I mean, I can't even imagine the endorsement that Serena has all over the place. And and one more person, uh, it fails me right now that's in the commercial, another star or what have you. But what I'm saying is that you're trying to sell a sandwich, for God's sake. But what gets me is when you go in Subway to buy a sandwich, and I go every now and then, and you go in there, and the tomatoes look like shit, okay? The tomatoes are over-red, soft, blown up crazy. The tuna done turned brown, okay? The lettuce done turned brown. The Middle Eastern joker behind the counter don't give a shit about you from the beginning. So, yeah, what do y'all need? What do y'all need? What do y'all need? What do y'all need? You know what I'm saying? Now, you put all this money in advertisement through 10,000 commercials at me, but when I go in the store, I can't get a good damn hoagie. Come on. Come on. You putting the cart before the horse. Give me a good sandwich first, and then give me your damn celebrities. Because sometimes when I go on Subway, and as we all go on Subway, first thing we do, we look down at the food. When I go on Subway, I'm not thinking about Tom Brady. I'm not thinking about Steph, Seth. I'm not thinking about Serena. I'm thinking about buying a goddamn sandwich. Okay, so whatever you're advertising on TV, why don't you beef up your, your level of produce? Get you some fresh tomatoes. And, and what is this? What is that turkey? Is it now they changed up? They got soft turkey as opposed to the other turkey. And then somebody says something about they tuna fish. So now they changed up a tuna fish with something where the please. And like I said, I wasn't commenting on the Middle East then when I said, but but that seemed to be whoever always who behind the goddamn counter when I go in there. Okay. And you look up and they mad as hell at some damn body. What do you want? What do you want? I want a sandwich. What the fuck you think I came in for? I didn't come in for coffee or donuts. I came in for sandwich. It's Subway. You, your name is Subway. What, you, what, what I want, I want a sandwich. And I want good produce on my sandwich. Or I will go to the supermarket, buy, I go to the deli, I'll go to the produce department, I'll go home and I'll make my own damn sandwich. But I'm saying the rich is getting richer. You got all these people advertising the product, but when I go in the store, you're selling me bullshit. That's it. I'm done. Ooh-wee. Anyway. Off the mic and the sandwich. Papa D ain't playing. He ain't playing with something. I'm just saying something. Oh, uh, Megan Rapinoho, the purple hair soccer player. She's the yeah, other one. Yeah, she's the other one in there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, another one. That, she just, they just did a franchise on Victoria's Secret. So what the hell was she need? Oh, that's right. That. She is part of yeah, it. Yeah, they just did a whole new franchise joint with that. So what the hell does she need a dime, man? I don't understand. I can't even get a good sandwich. You paying off millions and billions for advertisement. It's crazy. Anyway, just keep that in the back of your mind, you know. Forget all the jokes I said about it, but just keep the seriousness of what I'm saying in the back of your mind. I hear you, Papa Kitty. All right, let me go back to the phone lines, and then we're going to get to the weird news. Uh, Hello, Papa D.D. Jr. Go right ahead with your comment. Yes, actually, it's not quite a comment, but I just wanted to um, throw something out in the audience. Um, I don't know if you guys heard today, but Donna Ross has a new song out, and it's called Thank You. What? Oh, I yeah. didn't check it out. Yeah, she has new music that's coming out, and today yeah, they debuted her, her new song called Thank You on 102.3. Oh, that's 103.3. Cool. So um, it, and it's a really nice song. They always sound oh, okay. very nice. 
Very nice. That's good. Nice message and everything. It was very nice. So you guys listen out for that. Okay. Okay. And that'll be another topic to talk about next week. Oh, are you, so you're going to call us. So you're going to call us for sure from Jamaica? Watch me. All right. I mean, because I'm picturing you getting a, I'm, I'm picturing you getting a full body massage and not really having the time, my brother. Yeah, oh, I'll have some time. Okay. I'll, I'll be giving a massage while I'm on my speakerphone calling you all. Okay. All right. Well, I will go check out Diana Ross's new song. Thank you. You know, I think modern modern day music of Diana Ross, in my opinion, one of her nicest songs. You know, when she stepped into the new era of 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 music, was uh, "Who Was the Boss." That song is just so fantastic. The beat of it, the music. Yeah, I did like that song. Oh, oh, thought I could turn emotions on and off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. song. The rhythmic aspect of that is so, uh, you know. And I think what's the name wrote that song? If I'm mistaken, oh, Ashford and Simpson. Ashford okay. Simpson wrote that song. That sounds like just that's, 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 their, mm-hmm. that's their in their right. That's in their wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so All right. Guys, we'll definitely uh, check that out. Check that out. And we'll okay. talk about yeah, it next we week. Because okay, it has so a you. nice message to it. Oh, good. Okay, thank good. You. That's good observation, so that's, that's sir. A, that's assignment number two. All oh, right, guys. <laughs> All right. We appreciate your support, my brother. I'm going to write yes, it down always, so I don't always. forget. Thank you. Who, who was that, Red Wine? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, write it down. And make sure you write it down and put it on Papa Didi's mirror, please, so he can, so he won't forget. Yeah, because I'm always looking at the mirror. All right. You know. I'm going to look up oh, the link and God, send it out. Look at I'm going to send them the link so they can listen to it. <laughs> All right, yeah. you guys have a good night. All okay. right, you Thank too. You. Thank you. All Peace. Right. All right, it's that time. It's time to get weird. Weird news. Woo, it's time to lighten it up, Kettle. We're about to get weird. All right, all right. Or should I say weirder? Uh-uh. All right. <laughs> no, that's all right. right. All right, I got one for you. Who wants to pretend to live on Mars? If you want to find your inner Matt Damon, if you saw that movie, The Martian, and spend a year pretending that you're isolated on Mars, NASA has a job for you. To prepare for eventually sending astronauts to Mars, NASA began taking applications today. They're looking for four people to live for a year in Mars Dune Alpha. It's a 1,700-square-foot Martian habitat created by a 3D printer inside of a building at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. The paid volunteers will work a simulated Martian exploration mission complete with spacewalks, limited communication back home, restricted food resources, and equipment failures. Uh, NASA's planning three of these experiments, and the first one is starting in the fall of next year. The food will all be ready-to-eat space food, and at the moment, there are no windows planned. There will be some plants grown, but no potatoes, like in the movie The Martian. And the application process opened today. They're not looking for just anybody. The requirements are very strict. They want you to have a master's degree in science, engineering, or math field or pilot experience, 
Only American citizens or permanent U.S. residents are eligible, and you have to be between the ages of 30 and 55 in good physical health, no dietary issues, and not prone to motion sickness. So they're letting you know they're trying to find somebody who's basically almost like an astronaut, and they're saying that, uh, you know, it could be really incredible freedom having a year away from the demands of normal life. So you will not be on your cell phone FaceTiming people and checking social media and all that crap. You will be technically on Mars. So Mm. if you meet the requirements and you're interested, get in touch with NASA, and you can pretend to live on Mars for a whole year. So it's a simulation thing here. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a simulation. But they're making it as hmm. realistic as they possibly can. Wow. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Yeah, that's NASA for you. Over mm-hmm. to you, Papa Didi. What you got? Okay, this is a this is a fish that has human like teeth, and and they're dropping <laughs> they're dropping draw they're dropping <laughs> they're dropping jaws on uh on on social Ooh. media. Oh boy. Uh, the fish with human-like teeth is, is dropping jaws on uh, social media after it was caught in Nags Head, North Carolina, okay? Underwater, an ordinary underwater orthodontist could make a killing on this guy, okay? Oh, my gosh. It's called the uh, sheep's head fish, which is actually pretty common, was uh, brought to Nathan Martin and posted. It was caught by uh, Nathan Martin. It was posted on Facebook page on, uh, at, it happened at Janice's Pier. A spokesman for the pier told CBS affiliates KENS5 that uh, shepherd heads feed off the pier's uh, barnacles, you know, different things oh. down the bottom, you know, like uh, shrimp and all that jazz. So sheep heads have human-like uh, molars and things like that to help crush food, like, like I said, shrimp, oysters, according to the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources. Now, people on social media, of course, you know, they were eager to show off their different biting humor that they saw the fish's teeth on the thing. So people put in stuff like he needs to floss better, uh, one room mm. on, on the thing. Somebody said that Mr. Ed is missing his dentures. <laughs> okay. Oh, and, wow. Uh, people say, I know, hey, and, and one person says, I know people who would love to have that many teeth. Oh, my so, God. So talking mm. about people mm. that are walking around here. And with this was on with, Facebook? Yeah, people just throwing comments out and things like that. But it's so interesting that this fish has human-like dentures. You know, you look at it when he's, I mean, teeth for oh, the whole like, the whole man. situation. <laughs> well, when, well, I mean, I'm not dentures, but, you know. I got you. Okay. Anyway, in order to have teeth like humans, you have to have you have to have uh, gum work as such. Mm-hmm. You know, to come down as such. So it's just very human-like. You know, so That's kind of freaky. If you can pull it up, it's yeah. called sheep's head. A sheep's head fish. S-H-E-E-P-S, plural sheep's, H-E-A-D at the end of it. All right, so that's homework for everybody listening. Y'all go look it up and find this fish so you can see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. What's your weird devil? Ooh, I don't know if I can top them two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a doorbell camera captures two little owls in the middle of a minor dispute. 
Uh, it says, uh, now it says three. Three little owls put on a show, goofing around in front of a doorbell camera. Two of them even had a minor dispute over an insect. When one owl dropped a bug, another quickly hopped uh, over, snatched up the tasty morsel in uh, its beak and swallowed it before the first owl could uh, take it back. Then the two stared directly into the camera. Okay. All the while, a third owl can be seen hopping around in the background, clearly obviously to the uh, bug battle. Uh, Ring posted the footage on its YouTube page saying it came from someone identified only as Lindsay, who loves owls. She had just moved into a new home with her family when uh, their ring camera captured the unusual uh, scene. These owls had so much personality, she was quoted as saying, uh, they were so wide-eyed, peeking at the camera. One stole a bug, the other had dropped, and the third owl was the uh, free spirit doing his own thing. (laughs) like, Something out of a movie. Boy, what are they going to do next? Mm. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And the camera caught all of that. Yeah, it did. That's interesting. Like I said, that's that's a home movie right there. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That was funny. Oh, boy. Well, that's why it's the weird news. What can I say? All right. We'll take a quick one, and we're coming back with I'm Just Saying. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the Pajama Party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, Papa Didi, what time is it? It's time for um, Red Wine to for a segment called oh. I'm Just Saying. You don't say. You don't say. Okay. You know what? Tonight, I'm going to talk about the Olympics a little bit. Uh-oh. I've been watching it, you know, since it started. Most nights I've been checking it out. And I observed something that um, actually that I read today. I don't know if you've seen Simone Manuel. Not Simone Biles. This is Simone Manuel. She is a black U.S. female swimmer. She competed at the Tokyo Olympics this year. And she, you know, she's gone through some stuff. She overcame burnout, depression, similar to what Simone Biles went through. And during the Tokyo Olympics, she won her fifth Olympic medal. And it's been a tough journey for her, but like I said, she pushed through. 
But what she did not appreciate is how the media expects these athletes to give these interviews right after the event, especially when they don't win or place. It's one thing when you win because you're all on a high, you're hyped, and they stick that mic, you know, they want you to come right over and talk to them. But when you don't win and you don't place and you don't get the medal, they still want to stick that mic up in your face and want you to talk to them. And these athletes are going through some stuff at that point. You know, that's really not the time that they want to come and try to talk to the media because all the media wants to know is basically what happened. You know, did how did you fail? Why did you not medal? They're not trying to answer that when they just had a, you know, a bad situation or it didn't go, I won't say bad, it just didn't go their way. Sometimes you give it all you got and somebody else just gave more and it didn't go your way. So what she said on social media is uh, she was saying it's hard enough to handle the pressure of trying to win a medal and when you don't, you're still trying to process, you know, what could you have done better, what went wrong. And then you got the media up in your face asking you those questions, and she's saying nobody needs that. So she posted something on social media where she was saying, please stop interviewing athletes right after a disappointing performance before they've had a chance to process anything. And she just posted that today on Twitter. She said, trust me, they gave it their all. Nothing else that people need to know at this time, at that time. So basically, I'm just saying, I'm with her. Give the athletes a break. I looked at all the flack people gave Simone Biles when she said, I need a mental break from gymnastics, and she pulled out of some of those events. Now, you and I know that if she had just kept it to herself and pushed on through and messed up or worse, hurt herself, all those naysayers would have said, well, she should have spoken up. She should have said something to somebody. It's a no-win scenario. If you don't say something, they got something to say. If you do say something, they have something to say. How about all of y'all just shut up? These athletes work hard. They train hard. They sacrifice family, friends, jobs, all kinds of things to try to perfect whatever uh, craft it is that they do. And people need to understand and respect that this stuff isn't easy. Even though some of these, like in track and field, that race may only take 15 seconds, 10 seconds, but they train for years to be able to run that in 10 to 15 seconds. you got to respect and understand that. Give the athletes a break is what I'm saying. The media needs to back off. If the athlete didn't win, didn't place, didn't meddle, back off. Let them go deal with it. I'm not saying let them lick their wounds, but if that's what they need to do, let them do that. Sometimes you just got to deal with the the whole mental aspect of, I did all I could and I still came in eighth place. You got to be able to deal with that. The whole world is watching them. The last thing they need is somebody with a mic saying, yo, what happened? We were looking for you to get a goal. You ain't even getting the first three places. What happened? They ain't trying to hear that. Show a little bit of respect. Give them some space. You want to interview people? Interview the gold, the silver, the bronze. Let the other folks have their time. 
That's pretty much all I'm saying. Give the the, the athletes some space. Give them a little bit of courtesy, a little bit of respect. They're people. You know, they're not machines. They're people. They have feelings. This stuff is hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. We ain't out there running track, jumping hurdles, doing backflips, diving in pools off of high platforms and all that. We're not doing all that. We're sitting home watching it, critiquing them. That's hard. So all I'm saying is cut the athletes some slack. Give them a break. They work hard. And only three people can win each event. There's a lot of people trying, but only three people can win. The gold, the silver, the bronze. That's it. Everybody else is going to be in the list of coulda, shoulda, woulda. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, get the athletes a break. Mm. They're working hard out there, you know. Cut them some class. I've been enjoying the Olympics, but I feel bad, you know, when one brother, the um, media stuck the mic in his face when he lost, and he was expected to win. He was one of the ones they said, oh, we're watching him. We're expecting him to win. And he didn't even get a medal. The brother was broken, and the dude was trying to interview him, and he couldn't even talk. He just had to walk away. It's rough out there. Well, let me run to the phone lines real quick. Hey, caller. Welcome to the show. Go ahead with your comment. Hello, hello. Caller, are you there? 97% All right, we're going to keep it moving. All right, where are we? Um, Oh, we're going to take a break? All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the pajama party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. All right, welcome back to the John Party One. Your host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is now time for Papa Didi and Living for the City. What's happening in the city, Papa Didi? I tell you what, you know, I, I just want to stay on the Olympics for a minute. You know, I just want to, I, I cannot go out but giving props to, and this is not even an American thing at all I'm about to speak on. Because I think the Americans need to learn that they need to go to the Olympics to compete, okay? And and and, and as Americans, we got to stop thinking that we got everything in the bag because we don't. The whole world and caught up with us, okay? We had some beautiful uh, uh, black ancestries 
that dominated everything. Um, you know, everybody going back to Jesse Owens, you know, during the Berlin uh, Olympics years ago, during World War II, or close to World War II, or what have you. And and America always dominated. We we dominated as far as our, our black talent and the relays and things like that. But the rest of the world has caught up with us and everything, and basketball and everything. So I think the mentality that America hasn't taken anymore, and they learned from this year. If you look, if you have looked at the Olympics at all, you have to learn that you got to go to the Olympics just to compete. You're not a shoe in at all, because a lot of countries to win a medal will set you free. It will put you in a whole other demographic in that particular country. You win a gold medal in one of these foreign countries, and you become a hero. You become a hero. They give you this for the rest of your life, and that for the rest of your life, and you're honored as a Somebody that brought something for that country, you know, such these little faraway countries. And these people know it. But the one Amish I want to give to is the female track and field athletes of Jamaica. Oh, my God. Them sisters are off the chain, man. I mean, they wear some crazy-ass hairstyles. They got yellow hair and green hair and orange hair and purple hair and all kind of hairstyles. But I'm going to say right now, Strong homage, strong honor, strong respect to the female track and field stars. Them girls been kicking mad ass. America's been walking walking away with silver and bronze and everything else. The 100-yard dash females, Jamaica. The 400 relay, Jamaica. The 200, the 200 uh, final, Jamaica. Them sisters are off the chain. Off the chain, chain, chain. And I'm saying all that to say that I think that with this, but, you know, it was a year put on it based on the, it's full of, this was supposed to go down in July, August of 20, and it was a year later. So you got to practice even more. You know, you get older, the metabolism kick in, the middle edge spread, you know, you get the love handles on the side, you know, whatever goes on. You know, you're eating habits, pizza, whatever you're eating, and fatting your ass up. You know, your body's a mess, man. You ain't got to do but so much to fuck it up. But anyway, you know, but I'm just saying that, man, Jamaica's doing their thing. They really are. And I just want to give them that, give them those props, and just say, hey, y'all doing y'all thing, and y'all have won great medals. And But I just want to say to the American athletes and just Americans, period, stop thinking that we're so dominant and that we're so superior because we're not – People, just even the men's 100-yard dash was determined who the fastest man in the world is. A gentleman from a, from Italy won that. Italian dude. He was he was raised in Italy. He's a he's a, a black Italian, so to speak. But uh, Italians won 100-yard dash. The Italians came in gold in the 400 men's relay. Americans didn't even place in the men's 400. The 400 relay is is four people one time around the track. One of the fastest relays you can do. And that just ended, and it ended with uh, uh, Great Britain, Italy, and Canada coming in third place. America didn't even place in that particular race, the 400 relay, which is a major race in track and field, which means the relay race one time around, four people. America didn't even place. Like I said, first place, Great Britain, second place, Italy, third place, Canada. America came in like fifth or sixth place. We have to go to the Olympics to compete. Don't think we're going to win. We don't go there to win. We'll go there to compete, and hopefully we win. But we got to compete to win. 
But stop thinking because you're an American the shit gonna come natural or gonna come easy. It's not. That's all I gotta say on that. All right, man. I agree. Can't just expect it. Better work and earn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's to the Hollywood Report. Find out what's happening in the entertainment industry. You ready, Cal? Uh, can I take a little short CC? All right, we'll do that. Okay. You know, see a man about a horse or something? I don't know. I guess she does. Got to go see a man about a horse. Is that the plan? All right. We'll go see a man about a horse, and then we're coming back with the Hollywood Report Entertainment Industry Info with Kettle on the other side of the break. Be right back. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa D, our weird news, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous cookie list. And, of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. 914-803-4306 or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty mm-hmm. Alright, welcome back to Pajama Party Money Hooks Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. I'm swat, darling. Now is it time for the Hollywood Report. I'm waiting on Papa. Okay, I'm trying to cool out red wine. She's, she's, uh, we need to do a big old hypothermic needle in her. Anyway, Hollywood. <laughs> 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 Yeah, she needs. She needs. She needs to intervene. <laughs> no, take your time. No, I got. I got. Oh. I got. This. I'm gonna put okay. some binder clips on her baby finger. She'll be all right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Papa. I'm filing the case. All right. All right. Mm-mm. Well, I'm cheers to we honor. <laughs> you guys ready for me? Yeah. Go ahead. That's just go for it. She tripping. Okay. We have to say cheers to Rihanna. Rihanna is officially a billionaire and the richest female musician. Oh, you better stop. It is official. Making her the richest richest female musician and the second wealthiest woman entertainer in the world. The singer whose real name is Robin Fenty is now second only to my girlfriend, Oprah, in wealth with an estimated net worth of $1.7 billion dollars. Not too shabby. Yes, yes. So most of her um, uh, billions comes from, she has, uh, uh, she launched the um, Fenty Beauty, was launched in partnership with luxury goods conglomerate um, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, which is run by the uh, richest person, Bernard Arnold. Uh, oh. 1.4 billion comes from that. 
The rest comes from, um, you know, her singing career, um, her yeah. lingerie line, Savage and Fenty. Um, you know, and she acts and she sings, of course. I mean, besides yeah. other things, you know. She so, um, kudos hey, to her. Girl. Yeah. Also, um, she's in the Billionaire Club with my girl. Um, also, yeah. Reese, Reese Witherspoon, she has a, a production company called Hello Sunshine. Um, she's selling that to Blackstone Back Media Company for $900 million. That's not too bad at all. What? This is the first acquisition being made by the newly formed company under um, Mayor and Staggs, um, their former um, Disney execs. It seems like a lot of people leave Disney and they form their own, um, you know, companies and things. So so they're they acquiring must, um, her company. They must learn uh, some stuff at Disney. See what I'm saying? Uh, Blackstone will spend $500 million on buying shares of Hello Sunshine from its current investors, um, including AT&T. Oh, wow. Okay. AT&T is in a lot of stuff. Interesting. Who knew? Uh, Hello Sunshine was founded by Witherspoon in 2016. So this is, this is a new company to create content focused on female um, voices. Yep. And uh, its production includes HBO's Little Big Little, Big Little Lies. Okay. I, I watched that. Pretty good. Also, Hulu's Little Fires Everywhere in the Morning Show. Right. All of them, which Reese Witherspoon starred in. So, I mean, hey, why not? Also, on uh, Denzel Washington was reportedly pissed about um, this new streaming thing, um, the movie um, Little Things. Um, among him and other uh, actors, like Scarlett Johansson, I talked about her last week, also Mark Warburg, uh they're kind of in, in the same um this move because a lot of their movies are going straight to streaming and um, ah. apparently that was not in their contract or they didn't know that it was going to go straight to streaming because a lot of them are doing in the theater and streaming at the same time and you know you're messing up my money so uh-huh. um, but it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens um, you know from that also um, Kevin Hart was acting a fool on the stage with Usher. Also, some um, he had his debut on July 16th in um, Las Vegas. You know, he has a residency there for a short time. Also, other guests like um, celebrities Floyd um, Mayweather, DeBrat, Ella May, and Chris Tucker were hanging out uh, with Usher. Uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool. I said, okay. Uh, okay. Usher got, got some followers. Also, um, P. P. Diddy is uh, being seen with Young Miami. She's a um, young female uh, rapper. Just one day after the City Girl rapper, she posted and deleted a video of her cuddling up with the bad boy P. Diddy. Um, Of course, Page Six got a wind of it, and uh, uh, they said that they're officially a couple. So uh, it, it's interesting. They say girlfriend got her own money, but uh, she doesn't mind to be showered with uh, great gifts. I mean, P. Diddy, you got it going on, so why not, right? What's her name? Um, Miami? Young Miami. Mm. Yep. Okay. Uh, spelled Y-U-N-G. 
you know, rappers, and her real name was Carisha Brownlee. I would change my name, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was an interesting name. Uh But uh, last but not least, back in the news, Monique, she inks a deal to develop unscripted TV projects um, with uh, with the company. Endemol, Shine, North America. Um, she's going to develop a range of unscripted projects with uh, that particular production company. The deal reunites the actors and the comedian with um, somebody she's worked with before on a um, previous um, film, um, Charm School, 15 years ago. Uh, his name is Chris Abrego. So she worked with him. So now he's chairman of um, this particular company. So, you know, a lot of people are moving to different companies. And, hey, you know, she said, why not? So her production company, uh, Hicks Media, is teaming up with um, that particular production company. Uh, that's with her and her husband, of course. You know, you got to get a piece of the pie. So uh, okay. expect Expect to see Monique. Yeah, so I can't wait. Yeah, that's my Hollywood wrap up. All right, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Good info. All right. And no, uh, we did not get to see that movie old yet, but we will try to check <laughs> that out. This we week, working on hopefully. it <laughs> next week. Yeah. All right, Papa Didi, we're down to the kiss it list. Yep, sir. Can you tell the good folks what is the kiss it list? That all the jerk offs that show their butt hiney and um, we about to put them on blast. First yeah. and foremost is your boy Mike Lindell. Oh yeah. MyPillow.com. dot com. He got his, <laughs> he got his tongue straight up Donald Trump's butthole, and uh, mm-hmm. he ain't letting up. And don't forget Central Park Karen. Central Park Karen. All the Karens Mm -hmm. in the world, period. Yeah. You know, um, Subway for uh, employing a bunch of celebrities and not just bringing in, in, you know, regular people. Well, just make commercial regular people. I mean, come on. Yeah. Because the the people you bring in don't need the money. So you're saying spend the money on improving the quality of the food. Truly, not paying all man, I look down at that stuff and the especially the tomatoes. I hate a I hate a mushy tomato. My tomato got to be pretty red, honey. I don't like pink tomatoes. Those mm-hmm. real pale looking tomatoes. Pink I'm like, that thing ain't even right. Pull too early, right? Anyway, I got Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago police for that raid of the wrong house. Mm-hmm. Put them on the kitchen yeah, list. She's sitting on her ass. Uh, Ratchet Air. Also known as Spirit. Spirit, here. yeah. The last three days they've been canceling flights. People sleeping in. Well, well, black folks go to the hotel. White folks just pull up a fucking chair. Sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. that's good people. Okay. I, can, I ain't gonna talk about. Um, okay. That guy who got duct tape on the plane. Yeah. Uh, on uh, what's that? Frontier Air. Mm-hmm. I think I got his name right, Kevin Max Berry. People are just crazy. Mm-hmm. They crazy. Yeah. And Damn. all the other people that's been acting a fool on planes this week, do you know who you are? A lot of people just can't hold their damn liquor. That's the problem. Well, you know what? Yeah. They say, I saw something where they said they're asking the airline airports to monitor the alcohol intake that they're selling in the bars and stuff in the airport. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're selling the liquor. People are getting tore up 
But see, now you're disrespecting people that can hold their liquor. Well, they, they just want to get a nice buzz. They didn't say yeah. don't sell it. They're saying monitor. Yeah, monitor. monitor. <laughs> <laughs> they got to fly somewhere. You got to cut them off. They're going to make me start smoking a marijuana cigarette. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah. Who else also, also, the media jerks who don't have any respect for the people who they interview, yeah. and they ask, like, ridiculous questions or mm-hmm. nonsensical that's, questions. That's what uh, Naomi... Uh, yes, Naomi dealt with them. Osaka. She said that I don't want to go to the, the media because the media comes out of nowhere with questions. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? You're asking you digging yeah. all up in my history. All and in all my this. history. The guy you're dating... Um, yeah. Are you aware that he has a, a prison pass? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, clapping. I just won a tournament. Why are you asking me some dumb crap? Yeah. Get the freak out of here. Yeah. So anyway, all the yeah. media jerks that okay. do that kind of stuff. All right. You're on the kiss it list. Did we say Trump? Trump, Trump is selling memberships boy. to I don't know what. Yeah. And people are foolishly buying Making it. Making money. So the He's getting money from He's sitting back like Buddha with a fat stomach. You know how yeah. the, Buddha, the Buddha statue yeah, with the big the belly. ass belly and the, the coin box at the end of it? But please. Yeah, they're rubbing the belly. Mm-hmm. So I'm everybody all... who's buying the membership, I rather whatever throw, it is. I'd rather throw quarters of goldfish in a damn pond. Anyway. Yeah, make a well, wish. What, what we have for them? What we have for We have a gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here it is. Kiss my empire. Kiss my ass. You better kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Blue. Oh. You can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem, then it's You can't kiss my natural born redneck to the bone. All right, welcome back to John Payne. I'm going to use Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Uh, let's see. I'm going to run back to the phone lines real quick because we're running out of time. Papa Didi Jr., what's happening? Yes, I just want to go back to something my mentor, Papa Didi, just said. <clears throat> just because those folks cannot hold their liquor, the other people that can hold their liquor should not be responsible for all this foolishness that's going on Amen. in the airports. Amen, my you know, brother. That Amen. Is, that's coming to a point where now you want to control everything. That's just mm-hmm. crazy. It is. That is yeah. just uncalled for. I mean, you cannot for the other bad apples that are acting a fool out here. I mean, yeah. come on, who would even come out their mouth and say something like that? You know, now they got the monitor. No, you ain't got the monitor. A motherfucking thing. No, you don't. I'm paying for it. You serve me. You know what? When I fly, I'm actually scared as shit. Take me up and take me down. I am not trying to cause (laughs) 
And when that plane go up in the air, I ain't fucking with nothing but my seatbelt. <laughs> okay, so anyway. I mean, yeah, we'll I keep it short. That's crazy. It is yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, and I don't fuck around no airplanes. Shit. You're right. When that motherfucker <laughs> land, I'll be like. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just called, I just called Southwest today because I have a whole bunch of drink coupons that I can't use because now they're not serving drinks on the air, air, airplane anymore. Oh, so that. when I get there tomorrow, I need to know how you're going to compensate me for all these drink free drink coupons mm. I have that I can't use. Oh, that's messed up. Uh, tell them to twist you a spliff. No, that's they need up. to give you the money. <laughs> they need to give you I the cash value. Oh, add point. more points to add more points to my account. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Some kind of way. Look at you, Big Willie. Look at you, Big uh, Willie. Spend right. that money on me. Willie, Willie. Big Willie. All right. Well, we about to get on out of here. So thank you. Okay. And you, look, if we don't talk to you, have a very safe trip. Come yes, home sir. safe. Yes. Are, are y'all going to talk to me? Because I'm calling on Friday. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, then we will talk to you Friday from Jamaica, man. Okay. Yes, I'm going to have All a right. cocktail in my hand and something else in the other hand. Well, maybe you right. give us hey. a cocktail of the week then. <laughs> oh, I will. Okay. It'll be called, okay. it'll be called the Yemen. Okay. All right. I'll look forward to All right. it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. We we got to get on out of here. So, Papa Diddy, last uh, word. Last word is, good night. be safe. You know, there's another variance out there of the COVID. It's getting crazy. You know, wear your mask. You know, tell your friends to wear a mask and get vaccinated. Please, everybody, get vaccinated. Ain't nothing but a shot in the arm. All right? Take care. All right. And my last word is, you know, give the athletes a break, you know, for the media folks. Don't be insensitive. And that's all I'm saying. What's your last word, Kevin? Um, damn, we don't have enough time, but just one phrase, stop the violence. Let's just stop killing ourselves, each other, you know. And with the vaccine thing, I think a lot of people have a death wish. Um, this yeah, thing is, is no joke, you know. We need no to do joke. what's right for the for the people to survive. If you want to live, then get vaccinated. That's my last word. So. It is. All right. Well, we'll do it again next week. And uh, thanks for everybody, uh, to everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. We're about to get up out of here. And uh, we're done. Peace. Mm-hmm. Next week. All right. See you then. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Aravatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi Ko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Yeah.